Hey guys, you're listening to our All Real Review. I'm Toby, and I'll be joined on this journey by Steve. Hi, Toby. And each week, we're going to share our opinions on the latest episode of the series. This week, it's twice in a lifetime. Before we get into this week's review, we need to thank everyone who engaged with last week's episode, and also those of you who subscribe to the podcast. You guys are absolutely awesome, and you helped make it the most popular episode yet. Yes, thank you. Really appreciated. So this week, we open with a scene in Gordon's quarters on the Orville, where he's clearly miming whilst pretending to play the guitar. <laughs> I was like, that may as well have been some random voice. It didn't match him at all. It didn't. Um, it didn't. I agree. And then we get to see the phone. Now, that's a throwback to an episode from season two called Lasting Impressions, which I doubt you've got up to yet. No, I haven't. No. I will quickly say I think Bortus is the better singer. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> 100%. Quick bit of background for you. There's an episode in season two. Tim Russ is in it. And he plays a doctor, Dr. Sherman, if I remember rightly. Okay. And he's got this time capsule from 2015. And in it is a mobile phone. But they can't figure out how to charge it. Eventually figure it out. And it's got uh, this girl called Laura. And it's got all of her memories and photographs and videos of her over the last kind of six or seven months before it was buried. Ah. So Gordon puts her into this holographic program and can go and see her and kind of falls in love Okay, during this whole episode. I won't spoil it too much because I know you're going to watch it. I actually like that episode. Okay. And then at the same time, you've got Lamar undertaking research on the temporal beam. The Admiralty, Ted Danson, wants it sent to the secure facility to stop the Kalons from getting it sensible yeah you know this is a powerful powerful device that can send was it egg sandwiches three months into the future <laughs> i like that <laughs> yeah i have a bacon sandwich though not not an egg sandwich disappointed that we didn't get it to see it randomly show up during the episode but hold on we may still yet <laughs> does it i'm hoping in some random scene in two or three weeks time that this egg sandwich just turns up <laughs> yeah yeah i can't wait for it to happen you know it's gonna happen somewhere oh it's got to i'll be disappointed if they don't go back to that uh they get to the planet find the union ships destroyed kalon's on approach big battle ensues this is an awesome battle what did you think of that battle yep i liked all of it i thought it was all very well done mm. Nothing to criticise about it. I thought it was excellent. What do you think? When they got caught in that tractor beam, Gordon goes to destroy the device because the canines are like, hand it over. So Ed makes the decision, destroy it. Gordon goes because Tal is taken out by a convenient explosion. Gets down there and he's caught in a displacement wave when the core is overloaded to release them from the tractor beam. Yes. So they escape, but they don't know Gordon's disappeared. Turns out they get a message saying that Gordon's gone to 2015 Earth. Initially, I was like, how does that work? Why there? And of course, it turns out it's because he was thinking about the mobile phone. Yes. In this world, um, temporal displacement usually takes you to somewhere that's relevant to you. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I was fine with the explanation on that too. Orville uses the device to go back in time, but they kind of undershoot by 10 years. So now Gordon's abandoned his oath, which I think I would. You can't live in isolation, can you? No, I mean, he did it for three years. I know. Can you imagine that? Three weeks would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> he goes out, finds um, Laura. He's going to gravitate towards that, isn't he? Yes, yeah. Now he's got kids. They're expecting another child. I love the scene where Gordon's now a pilot. 
and he turns around and he sees them there. It's almost like he's dreading them coming. That's the moment he's feared. It's not the moment he's wished for. That's exactly it. And at that point as well, you're like, why is he not happy to see them? Because he isn't happy to see them. It was an odd look, but he's got a family. And it's a family he's pined for ever since season two. He's the love of his life now. He's got a son as well. Someone that he would have spent that whole time building a bond with. That's it. It's it's a horrible, horrible position for him. He's not going. I think for me, it's his reaction Mm. to when they eventually sit down to tell him. And I know that's like at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very casual about it. I guess you can't miss what you haven't got. Mm. But he had a son and now he doesn't. I'd be livid. Yeah, I think I would be. How did you feel about the way Kelly and Ed handled the Gordon situation? You know, you need to leave. This isn't your place. This isn't your time. You shouldn't have done what you've done. Okay, I agree with the principle. Unfortunately for Kelly and Ed, it's happened. So to take him out of the time at that point wouldn't have made any difference. The ripple effect is in play. I jokingly said to myself, and they were sat there like cardboard cutouts, and I was just like, well, you could have at least taken your coats off. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you could understand they were uneasy because they both knew he was wrong. They were right. This is the guidelines. He has to come back. It's as simple as that. There's one thing about that that I felt was a bit odd. It was when they finally go, they bring Tyler down. That doesn't work. He threatens to shoot them because they then say to him, well, don't worry about it. We're going to go back to 2015 and we'll take you from there. Yeah. Why tell him? If he really, really wants to save himself, he could have done it. And you could see Gordon really wanted to, but he didn't. Yeah, yeah. But why put him through that stress? Why not just go, okay, you win, Gordon. That's fine. You could have had Kelly and Talagone, but you can't let him win. What are you on about? He's got to come home. And then Ed in the shuttle says, don't worry, we'll do it a different way. And then they do it the other way. Yeah. So... They leave Gordon happy for all intents and purposes. And then they go back and they get him from the past. You know, when he talks, uh, Gordon talks to his wife. Yeah. And she kind of was like, well, I knew. And you're like, well, I don't believe you. Don't just guess that someone's from the future, do you? I kind of didn't go with that at all. That didn't sit well with me. It was an easy line, I thought. But yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, some people can say, I always knew there was something odd about you. At least he wasn't a serial killer. (laughs) So we've discussed a lot about the Kelly and Ed journey during this with Gordon. We've also got at the same time, we've got Charlie and Isaac going out to get Dysonium. I liked liked this part of the episode. I felt that even though these scenes were okay, you know, the bar scene was quite fun, they were a filler. They were, but also as well, they have now discussed... And now can move on. Mm. I love as well that they used his actual... The actual actor. Yeah, it was really nice to see. There's a little scene in the bar where they order two drinks. And I thought immediately to myself, well, how are you going to pay for those? Uh, She didn't. (laughs) She didn't, I know. She was like, I'm having these, thanks, bye. (laughs) She she went in there and she came out with two bikes, a couple of drinks. (laughs) I like the thing between them because she explained what she needed to explain. And Isaac explained what he needed to explain. Yeah. Whatever happens now can only build on a better relationship for them. 
hopefully. Yeah, I was glad that she went with him because I thought this is going to be an opportunity for them to confront this. This is going to come head on here. Yeah. And I like the fact they did it in that house with that realtor. Yeah. And I was like, are you, you know, are you married? Are you going to have children? And Isaac's like, insemination has yet to occur. <laughs> <laughs> she did her duty by going along with Isaac and you knew where it was going to go. It was such a great discussion in the basement of that house. And she said it like it was. I still don't trust you. You killed the person I loved. But what I loved was Isaac, in human form, after all of that, still says, I still thank you for saving me. Beautiful. She dragged her feet about saying, I love you. Mm. She dragged her feet on saying it. She should have said it when she had the chance, but she didn't, so she'll never know what happens now. But she does blame Isaac. But at some point, she might be able to accept that actually she could have said it before. Total and utter guilt there. Yeah. On her part, which I think we can all say that we have that. Yeah. You'd always have that moment. You think, I wish I'd said that. I wish I'd done this. You know, hindsight is a great thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. There's one more thing that I really have to mention, and it's, I would say, the funniest moment of the entire episode. What starts in engineering as a massage. (laughs) What happened to the white pimply lady, by the way? Where has she gone? (laughs) Oh, she's obviously gone on holiday or was just there for a day release or something. I don't know. (laughs) That was just great. That really was. The sounds are brilliant. The engineering crew's reaction was brilliant and then it yeah. turns around yeah you just know you're like oh come on get on and they do and i was like brilliant finally <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like i did like that scene we're now halfway through the series how do you think this holds up against the rest that we've already seen yeah i like this episode so I, I think for me it has to be somewhere near the top probably not as good as the krill episode I'd probably put it in third. It's not as good as Shadow Realms. So I'm happy to put it underneath, I don't know, Gently Falling Rain? Yeah, I I agree. Before you guys go, you need to let Disney and Hulu know we all want more Orville. So we've got to join Justin at Talking the Orville and help spread the word on social media using the hashtag RenewTheOrville. So come on, guys. Anything you do, let them know that you really want more Orville. I mean... You cannot say that this show is putting out rubbish. It deserves more series. Do you not agree, Steve? Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they've saved other Seth MacFarlane series from being cancelled multiple times. So I think we can do it at least. I think think we've just got to get behind it. It's a good campaign, a solid campaign. And I want more Orville. I do. Me too. Exactly. So that's it for another episode of the Orville Review. Thank you for listening and don't forget to like and subscribe so you can be notified when we release the next episode from Unknown Graves.